All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. Well, a wonderful, positive Friday. How are you? Welcome to the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440, coming to you live on Oilers Nation YouTube, where uh, Oilers fans, it's December 1st, and uh, a little early Christmas present for Oilers fans, as uh, it looks like their team is back in a lot of different ways, offensively, defensively, goaltending. It's probably their best game of the year, and I, I know they were trailing for lots of it, but the orders controlled uh, much of that game, and they got, uh, you know, you can say that uh, Darnell Nurse's goal was one that uh, Hellebuck would like back for sure, but look at how many great saves he made, and you know, sometimes you got to put a puck on net, and uh, you see the reaction from Nurse and Brown and everyone at that time, they're pretty fired up, and then you know, Connor McDavid draws a penalty, and the uh, orders power play there are key goals sometimes that matter more than the percentage of your power play. And that was a massive goal. I think for the power play, I think it was a massive goal for Leon Dreisaitl, uh to get back to, to finishing in a key time, uh, hit the one timer, uh, beats Hellebuck short side. And then uh, Ryan McLeod, I know it's an empty netter, but all you had to do was see the reaction from his teammates. Everybody knows he'd gone a long time without scoring. And uh, you know, whatever Zach Hyman said to him uh, brought forth a smile. And you know what? All that happens now is you know you have a goal, and even though it's an empty net goal, there is some relief there. So I'll be interested to see if it uh, maybe jump starts McLeod season uh, a little bit more. But the orders defensively, man, like obviously you give up some shots at the NHL, and Kyle Connor he had a lot of them, and Stuart Skinner he made some big saves. You keep that game one nothing for as long as he did uh, on some key saves it was huge. Huge for them. So a uh, big win for the orders. They didn't. Uh, they were resilient. They were also patient. 
Right? Like they didn't, they're down one nothing. You didn't see them taking the chance that they always used to take that would end up being two nothing. Right? You didn't see a lot of that. And uh, their defense, man, what? To, I'm not saying Paul Coffer is a defense whisperer, but whoo. It, uh, when you listen to the defensemen talk about how, like Vinny DeHarnay, each individual guy's a little bit different. Echo and Ray, just the fact that he likes the coffee, says, guys, make plays. Make plays. And all of a sudden, it's okay. And you know what? If, if you're trying to make a play, I don't care if you miss a pass every now and then, but you're making a play. And make smart plays, not risky plays. And in Vincent DeHarnay's case, just move your feet, big man. And uh, look at Vincent DeHarnay. Like, look, does he not look a lot better? Like, he, he's not overhandling the puck. But he's also getting to it quicker because he's moving his feet more. So uh, it's a big win for the Orders. Now they have five-day break. Connor McDavid, it will be in Toronto tomorrow for the Canadian Walk of Fame. He'll uh, he'll get his star unveiled on the Canadian Walk of Fame tomorrow. The Orders not skating today. They're not skating tomorrow. They will be back on the ice Sunday, Monday, Tuesday practice, and then they will play Carolina next Wednesday. It is the Gregor Show presented by PlayAlberta.ca, Alberta's only regulated online gambling website. And hey, whether you want to play casino, lottery, live dealer, roulette, uh, they got it all. Also, $20 million for Lotto Max. You can get your tickets at PlayAlberta.ca. I'm Jason Gregor. He is Connor Halley. The text line, hopefully you're going to use it lots today. 833-401-1440. It's December. And on our show, this is now our 13th annual month of giving. Some of you maybe never listened to the show. Maybe you just found us or you're watching on Orders Nation YouTube. You've never seen it before. Uh, It is the first time on YouTube, so that's great. And uh, here's how it works. It's very simple today. Uh, lots of days we're going to have different items up for bid. If you actually go to jasongregor.com, you can see the items that are up for auction next week. I'll, I'll run them down a little bit later on. It's, we got some great stuff. But today, it's simply the pyramid of giving. We do it on Positive Fridays. And it really stemmed from some of the listeners who said, hey, man, I really want to be part of it, but I can't really afford all the big $4,000 packages you do, which is great. So what we do now on Fridays is we, we have a pyramid of giving where we want to raise $7,500 for Holiday Hamper. And uh, Holiday Hamper is, is a great, wonderful charity. That's, it started in Edmonton. It's very small. And they continue to grow uh, because of demand. And, and they help a lot of families who otherwise would not have any gifts or any food at Christmas. Just think about the simple thing. When you're getting together, you're planning for your family. And, you know, you go to aunts and uncles. Maybe you go to brothers and sisters. You go to your parents, wherever you're going. And usually you have lots of food and, you know, you, you get, and you don't even realize might, when you're young, you don't think about it. But when you're older, you realize, man, it was just being around family. That's great. And, you know, you have a ham or a turkey or whatever. And, you know, what? as you get older, it's more so about giving gifts than receiving in a lot of cases. You like to see the look in people's face. Well, imagine never seeing that on your kids. And that's what the holiday hamper does is uh, they they give a little joy at Christmas for for families. And you get to you get to actually deliver. So, which is amazing. So, but today we're going to help them out because uh, they, they buy turkeys for all the families and everything. So we, this is how we do it. We build the pyramid. You can make a $100 donation, a $200 donation, 500 or a thousand, right? We need 15 people at a hundred, 10 people at 200, four people at 500 and uh, two individuals or companies. And hey, companies, you can do whatever you like. That's great. Uh, you want to do a thousand, that'd be awesome. And then we'll raise 7500 So it's that simple. Just text in with your name, 833-401-1440, and, uh, and we can get going. 
Okay. It's, uh, it's very simple. And uh, Kevin is in, and KO is in for 500. I like, let's get the, you know what? We don't have to build the pyramid from the foundation automatically. We can go top down if you want. I love it. So Kev's in for 500. Sean's in for one. And uh, we are off and running for another uh, pyramid of giving, which will be great. And uh, so we want to raise a lot of money and help out. Says There's lots of people in need. So if you're one of the lucky ones who has a little extra help uh, sitting around, uh, you get also you get a tax receipt because I, I got your name. I've got your number. So please, when you text in, bring your name. I will then pass it on to the holiday hamper. They call you. Arrange everything. You get to talk to their staff. And trust me, you're going to feel good after that conversation. I'll tell you that right now. You're going to feel great. Um, all the volunteers there that, that uh, be on the other end of the line, you, you'll you'll get a little early spirit of Christmas. How about that? Connor Halley is here on a positive Friday. Con man, how you doing? Doing good. Uh, we've actually taken part in the holiday hamper the last couple of years as well. And I mean, I will say you, you feel good as you're doing it, Gregor. And then when you actually get to go drop it off, it, it's hard to match that feeling because if it's a family with kids, you just see their eyes light up when they see the presents, of course. And then, you know, the parents seeing all the food that comes in. It, it really is a rewarding experience to do that whole thing. And I, I know that uh, there's people out there that need it right now, maybe more than ever. So really glad we're doing this today on the, the show and seeing the numbers just roll in here. Fantastic to see. Great charity. Can't wait to get this month going because it's always a lot of fun. It, it raises a lot of money for people that need it. And uh, kind of boost the morale as well. You always feel good after we raise a good chunk of money in the month of giving. Yeah. Uh, Patrick from Titan Land Surveys in for 500. Woo! We're halfway to the 500s. We're only not even 10 minutes into the show. I love it. So uh, there you go. Thank you very much. So uh, like I said, hey, we can take the big ones first. Usually they're a little bit harder to get. We have lots of people who can afford 100,000 much, a little bit different. So uh, there we go. We're off and running. Uh, two of the $500 ones are already locked in. 833-401-1440. If you're uh, watching on Orders uh, Nation YouTube, uh, if you want to put your, your name and amount in the chat line, but then you'd have to put your number, so you probably don't want to do that. So just send uh, send us a text or, or you can even call Connor at 833-401-1440 and, uh, we will get things, uh, off and running. We got, uh, lots of other texts. Uh, hey, Greg's, I'm pretty hard on nurse in the defense, but I gotta admit he played a great game. I just don't understand how the team last night's the same team that started the year. Steve from Drumheller. Well, Steve, the orders weren't playing well, right? That's a fact. I think, I think we can all agree the Oilers were not playing very well, right? Not at all. So, um, they're not a perfect team yet. But they are, uh, they're, you got to remember the Edmonton orders. If you look at their last 100 and what is it? 124 games. No, sorry. 104 games. They got the fourth most wins in the league. There hasn't been a lot of change in their core group of players. Right? Like this is a good team who started the season playing poorly. Right. We knew it. We said it. And I I don't want to. Because I think it's unfair to blame the coaches. Maybe small little message helps, but the players simply weren't playing up to their capabilities. And now you've got lots. Look at it. Obviously, McDavid and Drysaddle doing their thing offensively. The defense as a group. Like, think about it. When was the last glaring error you saw on a giveaway or a blatant misread? You know, that it wasn't like, I know the face-off one. Nugent Hopkins, Yanmark, they both jump out, right? They thought he had won the face-off at a set play. You don't love it. But I'm talking, and you know the plays I'm talking about. Right? Pinching when you have no chance of getting it. 
Right? Uh, throwing a puck up the middle, it's intercepted, it's going the other way. Trying a dangerous backhand pass to the offensive blue line results in an odd man rush the other way. Like, you saw how many of those in the first 10 games of the season. Like, it was a regular occurrence almost every second game, right? It was brutal. So, uh, the orders, Steve, they're simply, uh, they're, they're kind of back to, to, I think, playing up to their capability. So, hey, guys, the Space Jam tournament's done. They got their talent back from uh, Broda Fett. Uh, bro built homes will donate uh 500 nice i love it and how about this dave is in dave is in for a thousand dollars con so we got one thousand dollars we got three five hundreds sean's in uh nick is in uh paul is in for a hundred this is a great start i love it so let's keep it rolling we got lots of you i know that love to do the hundreds which is fantastic right so uh but uh we're halfway into a thousand we got uh three five hundreds uh lots of one hundreds and we are off and running in the uh in the pyramid of giving on it's a positive friday order fans you're feeling good i would think you're feeling good probably a little bit more relieved in uh, in how the team is looking they're playing up to their potential now the, does this mean that the orders are a finished product no I always said I felt that the Oilers, you know, the, the roster they started with at the start of the season wasn't going to what they finished with. I think they're still going to make some moves. I still think there's some pieces of their, their game they want to improve. I think obviously they're going to have to find um, another goalie situation. You can't just have Stuart Skinner. Now, Stuart Skinner's got a 931 save percentage his last four games. Now, the last 10 games where he's 7-3, and three, he's 905. And honestly, you know what league average is this year? 903. Like I said, if you could get, if Skinner can get up to a stretch of games and you can't look at the season long numbers because they were so bad to start, it's going to take forever. So you just had to pick a restarting point. So on our show, we decided we were just restarting on Remembrance Day. Why? Because it's easy to remember. Well, remember when we restarted on Remembrance Day, which sadly also had to be the day that I had to start growing my hair, which is something I don't want to remember, but I'm also one went away from, you know, a dream, a dream, which, you know, it sounds crazy that, Three months, which will still suck. Don't get me wrong. Because I figured it out today, Connor. There's 13 weeks every three months. And yeah, I've, not that I've been counting the days, but I figured it out. There's 13. So today is three weeks. And as I was sitting there, I was looking in the mirror, brushing my teeth. And uh, um, our, our, we have like the uh, ensuite bathroom. And so there's the window. And the sun was coming in. As I'm standing there brushing my teeth, I look up. And I actually have now the sprouts are long enough. You see the sunbeam going through it, and it's like terrible. It's awful. But um, even thinking that it might only be three months, which is why I kind of hate you now, because now I have hope, and I got to wait until Wednesday. And if the orders don't win that game, then it starts again at zero. And then I'm thinking six months again, which is terrible. But uh, dare to dream, uh, dare to dream on uh, maybe only being three months, which will still be a bad look. At least for me, some people maybe you can you can you can wear it very well. Good for you. I can't. It's uh, it's not a good look at all. Um, the other goaltender I think is going to be Jack Campbell. By the way, he's got a nine forty four save percentage his last three games. I'm not saying he's going to come up here and be nine forty four, but Campbell, similar to the Edmonton Orders, seems to maybe have found his game a little bit. I don't need him to be a starter. I don't even be dominant. They just need him to be capable, right? It just needs to be capable. So we'll uh, we'll see how it goes. Hey, Gregor, why does it look like you're still shaving? Connor, does it look like I'm still shaving my head? No, not Trust at all. No, like, no. 
He's not. He's definitely not. And you know what, Gregor, like I said a couple of days ago, the Oilers are going on a four-game winning streak still, so you're good. Yeah. Lock yeah. it in. Yeah, yeah, four. I know uh, how you say four, not five. Well, uh, on top of the previous four. Uh, it's going to be an eight-game winning streak. Oh, you did say yeah, eight. It's going to happen, yeah. so don't worry. You only got three months. I, I'm pretty confident in that one, but yes. You, you have not shaved it. I will I will vouch for you there. Yeah. yeah. Hop on the YouTube video and take a look. Yeah, you can see the back, the sides. It's not good. It's not good. Don is also in now at another $500. So uh, that is fantastic. Hey, we can get more 500s. Don't worry. We don't need to, uh, we don't need to limit it to that uh, at all, which is uh, fantastic. Uh, coming up on the uh, program today. We have uh, a loaded show. Uh, Ryan Holt's going to join us. Hey, let's go down to the farm. We haven't had a little preview from the farm in a while. Jack Campbell's, you know, the saves are good. Save percentage. How's everything else looking? Um, Borgo, uh, we'll talk about a few other. Because if you look at the Edmonton Oilers, like, what about a defenseman? Because this is my main question. I really believe Philip Broberg needs to play. I think he's going to stay practicing with the team. But I would say sometime in December, they're going to send him down to Bakersfield. He's got to get some games in. He just, like, he hasn't played very much, right? Like, this season, he's played a grand total of 100 minutes on the ice. Total. So, it's just not enough. So, uh, we'll talk to Holtz about that. We have uh, uh, Lorianne Munzer will be by, Mike Rupp, uh, Wanye Gretz, Craig Button, Speck, uh, Low Tide. Uh, and then we got the uh, two-minute warning. And... Uh, as always, we'll get your text, 833-401-1440. You can text us about the show, but also you can um, text us uh, in regards to the month of giving. We'll, we'll give you an update on where we're at. We had a really good uh, first segment, and our goal is to help uh, the holiday hamper. So hopefully you can uh, chime in. Looking for lots of hundred. Let's start with $100 The fives are great. Thousands, awesome. But uh, we'll focus a little on the $100 and $200 donation. If you've got a little extra kicking around right now. Text in, please, 833-401-1440. Sports 1440, live on Orders Nation YouTube. Thanks, as always, for uh, joining us. Gregor Show, presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Coming to you live from the E-Well studio. Uh, your local electrical distributor. Man, and they got everything you need. Even storage space. You got a big project and got you stuff and maybe it's delayed. Well, they can even store it there. Check it out, E-W-E-L dot C-A. And you know what? It was Dave from Ewell on his own personal behalf who made that uh, $1,000 donation. So thank you very much, Dave. We appreciate it. So remember, it's month of giving. We had a great start. We had a great start. Our goal is to get to $7,500. We had... uh, uh, we're just over uh, 3300 in the in the first segment. So that's an awesome start. It's Positive Friday. It's pounded out. Uh, we're looking for lots of $100 and $200 donations right now. One more 1000 and one more 500 So uh, really good. 833-401-1440. We are helping out the Holiday Hamper. And uh, it's a great little charity that started in Edmonton and just continued to grow. I love that. I love the story like that. And, and lots of people and volunteers who, who really make a difference uh, at Christmas time. And really for a long time, for a lot of these people, it, uh, it makes a huge difference in their lives. So hopefully uh, you can help out if you can. Um, you know what? People text in, hey, guys, I can only afford 100 What do you mean only, man? That's amazing. Never say only. It's a hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. There's no only here. That is fantastic. It's fantastic, Don. So we, uh, don't worry. We're uh, very grateful. Uh, whatever the amount is you can afford. Uh, we are look for one twos and, um, 
You know, if you want to make a smaller donation, you totally can and go to holidayhamper.ca. But uh, our goal today, just keep the numbers a little bit easier for us. Uh, while we do the show live, 100, 200, 500, or 1,000. We need one more 1,000, one more 500. We have kind of like a pyramid that we like to build. And then uh, 200s and 100s. So uh, it's good that we got the top done. Now we get the uh, the bottom, the foundation. I think there's more people who can afford ones and twos. We like it. Let's get to the uh, oil report brought to you by Volvo Cars Edmonton. You know what they like? They like extending, guess what? They're extending their Black Friday sale until next Monday because they got a few models left. They're giving up to $7,500 off any 2023 model right now at volvocarsedmonton.com to uh, talk Jack Campbell and uh, much more of the Bakersfield Condors. The gentleman who watches all their games and practices, Ryan Holt, joins us uh, once again. Holty, how you doing, man? I'm great, Greg. How are you? I am. Uh, I'm excellent. It's a positive Friday. Our winter fans are excited. Their teams won four in a row after a terrible start. And uh, Jack Campbell has a 9.44 save percentage in his last three games, including a shutout in one of them. He stopped 39 out of 42 uh, the other game. So, what have you seen from the first few games of Campbell to the last three? What's been the difference? Yeah, I, I think it's just settling in, right? I, I mean, he kind of joined us. We were on a Canadian road trip there in Abbotsford and Calgary and, you know, kind of unsettled, I think, if you will. Um, you know, not much time to, to practice uh, with, with the group in front of him. Had a couple of morning skates and, and we basically played, you know, four games in, in six nights with, with a day of travel. So he had one practice in between and um, not much time to, to work with, with anybody in front of him. Uh, and then I think in the last, you know, three games, uh, we've got a good group defensively in front of him, um, you know, first and foremost. But I think especially in the game on Wednesday, uh, we won uh, 4-3 in a shootout down in uh, or over in Henderson in Vegas. And I thought that was his best game just in terms of being able to keep the Condors in it. Uh, it was only three power play goals against was all that uh, the team gave up. Uh, he stopped 39 out of 42. I thought he was huge in, in overtime. He made seven saves in OT. And then, you know, stopped five out of six in the shootout. So uh, made some some timely big saves uh, when the team needed them. And I thought that was a key. And uh, he's had a great, you know, uh, mental state and attitude here in, in Bakersfield. He, he really, truly enjoys being around the guys. I think anybody that's, you know, met Jack or, or you know, seen him around the rink, uh, you know, he truly enjoys coming to work every day. And um, I think he's been a positive influence on, on a lot of guys in that dressing room. And, you know we're we're happy to have him here certainly as as long as as long as he's here you look at um you know Campbell's play and Olivier Rodrigue, you know the young goaltender. He was the backup before Pickard uh, uh, was called up, and you know he's remained the backup. He is going to play one of the two games. You know which games, like which goalie's starting which game this weekend? It'll be Rodrigue tonight, and uh, probably Campbell tomorrow as well too. Oh, okay, perfect. Um. The defense core is another question because I really think you're going to see Philip Broberg down there soon just because they got to get him playing. Um, who has been, in your eyes, the steadiest defender? That's a great question. Um, Cam Deneen's played the most minutes and has been on the top pairing uh, really since the get-go uh, here in Bakersfield. He's, you know, obviously a, an offensive-minded defenseman in the sense of that he has that, that ability to his game. But I, I think, and I talked to Colin Chalk about, you know, Cam and – his ability defensively, um, you know, he's strong on pucks. He breaks pucks out well. Uh, I don't think we knew that coming. I, I think you kind of looked at his point totals over the course of his time in, in the Arizona organization. You kind of fingered, 
All right, this is a guy who, you know, is an offensive-minded defenseman, but, you know, he truly is a, a solid, you know, defenseman at both ends. We've only allowed 21 even-strength goals uh, yep. in 13 games. So it's not just Cam, it's everybody. I mean, you know, Max Warner has been paired with Cam since since day one, and I think for my money, you know, Max has been, I'll use the word surprise, but, uh, I mean, you know, for a rookie defenseman to come into this league against men and play the minutes that he has and earn power or earn penalty kill time like he has, I think that speaks volumes to his development. Um, and then a guy that I've enjoyed watching uh, here over the last, you know, 13 games has been Ben Gleason. Comes over from the Texas uh, and Dallas organization, and uh, he has a little flair to his game. Uh, he is probably the... Uh, Deneen is is right there as well too, but he's the smoothest skating, um, you know, puck moving defenseman, a one man breakout, a guy who's fluid in all three zones and and defends well as well too. So I uh, can't really you know pinpoint one player. I think they all bring a little different ingredient to the table. You know, the Kemps and the Nima Linens of the world are, are just as important uh, in the sense of their shutdown ability. And I think as a unit, they've been really solid overall. Ryan Hall joins us. Ryan uh, Max Weiner, I honestly believe. Um, his time in the American League is not going to be overly long. Lots of defense. Some defensemen take three, four years. I've seen that the growth in his game since he was drafted in the seventh round has been monumental. Like he, and he's still pretty raw. Obviously, it's his first year as a professional, but man, like he is such a powerful skater. He is. And I think he's, you know, learning from, from guys like Deneen and Gleason and Kemp and guys that have been around. You know the professional game for for quite some time. He's kind of insulated in that aspect. Uh, you know, he's the only rookie defenseman back there that we have, um, and and a guy who you know is a high event guy. I think uh, you know he shows up in a lot of positive, and I think there's some teaching moments as well too, which I think is good for young defensemen. Uh, he has a a little air about him of confidence, which I think is is solid. Um, and I think, you know, he's growing, you know, like you mentioned, I, I didn't know much about him coming in. I, you know, I knew the, the draft status and you kind of look at, you know, the, the numbers in juniors and things like that. But, um, you know, he's been a solid, you know, defenseman on the top pairing for the Condors. And I know we spread out minutes probably more than, than Edmonton up top. But, um, you know, he's a guy who's playing 19, 20 minutes a night and, and earning those minutes uh, each and every night. Ryan Holt joins us, voice of the Bakersfield Condors, uh, they got back-to-back games this weekend, uh, then back-to-back next weekend. And I think um, Jack Campbell, I could see him playing uh, this weekend, then play next Friday and possibly be recalled for either the Devils or the Chicago game. I think there's a a real possibility uh, we're going to see that happen uh, in the future. Um, Up front, I guess, can you update us on on Tulio's injury? Yeah, so I I talked with actually, uh, you know, I thought I trained Josh Bennett and the the training staff does such a a great job. So so Ty got in a fight uh, actually in in training camp uh, against San Jose and uh, unfortunately kind of cut open his hand uh, and as a result kind of had an infection, um, you know, with with the cut and and it, you know, turned, uh, you know, pretty serious there for for a bit and thankfully he's all right. But he's been back skating for the last – two weeks-ish, uh, uh, maybe a little over two weeks. So looks like Ty's probably good to go probably tomorrow night, I think, um, which I think is a positive. Um, you know, he's a, you know, a guy who, you know, is a, an aggressive four-checker. He's got speed. He brings an element, I think, that, you know, this team could need right now up front. And, 
you know, I, I was talking with, you know, the coaching staff. I said, well, if there's ever time to get injured for the Condors, it's right off the hop because we only played, I mean, we're only in game 14 here. So I, I know he's missed 13 games and I know he's missed, you know, basically two months, but, um, you know, he hasn't missed much in terms of game time. So that's a positive, but yeah, it looks like he should be back, uh, you know, tomorrow, if not next weekend. Okay. Oh, that's good news. Um, of the uh, the younger forwards, you got a pretty good. You know, you got a veteran group, but you have got some young forwards: Petrov, uh, El Savoy, etc. Borgo. Uh, how are the young guys looking this year? Yeah, I kind of mentioned on the broadcast the other night, and, and Borgo and Petrov have been playing together for you know a couple of weeks now, and, and they've had Greg McKegg as their centerman, who's done a heck of a job this season, kind of rebounding from a, a tough first half last year. And, um, you know, I, I kind of looked at Petrov and Borgo kind of in this next 10-game segment as two guys that, you know, I wanted to see kind of take a step uh, in terms of, you know, this team being able to explode offensively. Um, you know, I think we're going to see it with the likes of, of Peterson and Kajula and Griffith now that they're all healthy and, and you know what they're going to bring on a night-in, night-out basis. But um, Petrov and Borgo were two guys that I specifically just looked at and said, you know what, these are two guys that if we're going to – you know, have offensive success, you know, these guys need to be getting going. Um, you know, Borgo has one goal in, in 13 games. I think he's been better as of late, which is a positive sign. And I think Petrov scoring his first goal last week, uh, Saturday, you know, for our teddy bear toss, um, he's got a great personality. He's a, you know, really personable, uh, you know, kid, a guy who's finding his way in the pro game. Uh, I think, you know, that's going to do a lot for his confidence. He scored a big shootout game winner for us. Uh, we hadn't won a shootout in about three years, so that was a positive sign. Um, so I, I really want to see those two come along. Curtis Savoy's been injured in and out of the lineup, so he's just got to find some footing here uh, over the next month or so to get his game back to where it needs to be. Overall, um, you know, some years it, it varies depending on, you know, some teams will load up with the, with a, like a veteran team. Right. And doesn't, and that's a really good AHL team, but they don't necessarily have any prospects that are going to go anywhere. Right. You look just at your division overall this year, the Pacific, you know, there's 10 teams. It's, you know, it's obviously the, the largest division in the American Hockey League. Uh, from top to bottom, how, how do you view it this year? Like, is Calgary still a heavy laden veteran team or are they a little bit younger? Yeah, they're kind of like the, I, I think they're built much like the, the Condors are. They're kind of that, that tweener team, right? The, their prospects have kind of graduated the, the Zaries of the world. And, you know, even Martin Post was still here as of late. Um, you know, I wouldn't have pegged his career path to where it's gotten him to, but, um, you know, him being up in Calgary, I think, you know, that's a, you know, kind of a tweener team, much like the Condors, much like uh, Ontario has been built a, a little bit. Teams that have NHL teams with, um, you know, bigger aspirations than, say, the Anaheims and the San Jose's of the world um, are, tech, are typically the teams right now that are kind of in that tweener mold. Um, you're seeing it a little bit with Colorado. You're seeing it a little bit um, with Henderson as well, too. Uh, teams that have traded their draft picks basically the last couple of years, you know, to, to try and make a run at the Stanley Cup have, you know, had to backfill um, with, with, you know, I'll, I'll use the word tweener, but the tweeners are the, the Lane Petersons and the Drake Kajulas of the world yeah. who – you know, can go up and can play in the NHL, but if they don't make the NHL, are going to be solid AHL players for you and influences on some of your younger guys. But you're right. I mean, you look at, you know, the Condors roster uh, up front, you have, you know, Borgo, Petrov, you know, Savoy, Tulio coming back, but, you know, there hasn't been the first and the second round picks the last couple of years just from trades and, and things like that. So, you know, how do you, you know, still be able to be competitive? How do you still develop organizationally? 
uh, and that's bringing in guys from you know free agent pools, etc. And that's the Petersons and the Cajulas of the world. But it's also guys like James Hamlin, you know, in the last couple of years, who you know was from the free agent pool and able to scoop him up and bring him into the organization. And you know, he's the you know basically first prospect call up of the season. So um, you know, I think that's where it is right now. I think Calgary is probably still the top team in the league. I mean, as long as Dustin Wolf is there. I think, you know, they're going to be a top two team in the division. Okay. But I think it's wide open after that. I think Colorado's very good. But I think this Condors team will be very good once they uh, hit their offensive stride because defensively we're as good as anybody. So when you say hit their offensive stride, Ryan, is it um, – do, do they have enough finishers in your eyes or do they just need some of their guys to, to bury more of their chances? Well, that's the thing. I, I mean, if you had told me that Xavier Borgo would have one goal in, in 13 games, I probably would have taken the over on that one. So uh, I think there's, you know, room for growth for him there. And then I think you look at, you know, some of the veterans like Peterson and like Kajula who, you know, were injured early in the year and are just kind of, you know, restarting their season here over the last week and a half, two weeks. So um, we haven't played that many games, so it's a small – it honestly is a small sample size. It's 13 games so far this year. So I think, you know, over the course of the next month is where you're going to have a real good sample size as to where guys are. I think Borgo definitely kicks it into, you know, his normal gear of, you know, he scored 13 goals last year in the American Hockey League. He should be a 15- to 20-goal guy in this league. Um, and of course, having Raphael Lavoie back, I mean, we haven't mentioned him, but, um, you know, he's lethal at, at all ends of the ice. And now, and now all of a sudden it's killing penalties. So, uh, it's been, uh, cool to see him come back and, and really just pick up where he left off. Ryan, as always, man, we appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the back-to-back games this weekend. Thanks, Jason. Appreciate it. Talk soon. That's uh, Ryan Holt, voice of the Bakersfield Condor. So, uh, Campbell's going to play again this weekend. Of course, uh, him and Roger will split the games. I, I think then you'll probably see him stay down. Then I could be wrong. Maybe they call him up sooner than that. But I, I think you're going to see Campbell uh, then go down uh, and play another game next weekend, maybe on the Friday, because the order, you can't run Skinner forever. You just can't. And Calvin Pickard's now being the backup, and he'll have not played in how many weeks. So it just makes sense then to, to recall Campbell because he's played recently, put him in either on next Sunday afternoon against New Jersey or the Tuesday against the Chicago Blackhawks, right? Probably want him up here a day or two, whatever it is, but that's kind of how I see it playing out. I think Jack Campbell has a a longer track record as an NHL goalie, Uh, definitely a more recent successful track record as an NHL goalie. Calvin Pickard seven years ago had some okay numbers, but I think Calvin Pickard since then has essentially been an an American League goalie who can come up and play a few games for you, no problem. But I think Jack Campbell... I'm not saying Jack Campbell is going to emerge as a starter and suddenly you're going to be like, wow, we're getting great value for his contract. I, I think that's going to be difficult. You kind of just have to look and say, okay, they're tandem, 7.6 combined. Skinner maybe will over uh, will give you better value on his contract and Campbell won't live up to his contract. Fine. But they just need Campbell to be solid. They don't need him to be spectacular. Maybe the odd game, sure. But just, you know, don't give up. Soft goals all time and, and make a timely save, which is what you saw from Stuart Skinner last night. How many timely saves did Skinner make specifically on Kyle Connor? And like that was the one guy that he kept making big stops on, which is pretty impressive because he's their best shooter. And, and that's all Emton's going to need. And then we'll figure out, like I know people say we'll trade for another goalie. Who? Who, who are the other goalies you want to trade for? Montombo is signed a three year deal, 3.15 million for him. Good money for him. Just shows, you know, and, and he's had okay 
uh, success. And then I know people are like, oh, you know, they're, they're watching Columbus. Well, who are they? If you're talking Columbus, Columbus has, uh, Elvis Merzlikens. Like, do you think they're going to go get Martin Spencer or Spencer Martin? Excuse me. They could have got him on waivers. So when people are saying, oh, they're watching their goalies, like, do you think Columbus is trading Elvis Merzlikens? He's got three years remaining on his contract and they don't really have, you know, now I know that like, who are their other goalies? Right. Jet Greaves, Nolan Lalonde. Like, honestly, like the Columbus one just doesn't make sense to me unless you think Spencer Martin and what, what's Spencer Martin going to give you right now? Uh, Tarasov is, uh, is injured, right? So that obviously plays a factor right now, but, but even he, like, I don't know how good he is. Maybe he'll be good, but you have no idea. Right. And again, if they're acquiring a goalie, I don't think it means Jack Campbell's getting traded. I just don't see how you move Jack Campbell during the season. Like, I think people are really undervaluing how how big of an ask it is to get a team to take on 17 million in cash for a guy who's currently in the American League. Right. 17 million in cash, man. Regardless of cap hit, I'm talking cash. We're talking practice. Well, we're talking cash, right? Speaking of cash, uh, Wes is in at 100. Out of boy, Wes. So, 833-401. Let's spice this up. We had an unreal start to the uh, to the show for the uh, Pyramid of Giving. We got a lot of the big top ones at the top of the uh, pyramid done. $1,000, $500. Awesome. We need, uh, now we're down to, we need 11 $100 uh, donations. Uh, we've yet to have a 200. You could be the first. We need uh, 10 people at 200. 833-401-1440. We're helping out the holiday hamper. When we return on the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 Live and Orders Nation YouTube presented by PlayAlberta.ca. Positive Friday. Welcome back. It's the Jason Greger Show on Sports 1440 Live on Oilers Nation uh, YouTube. Thanks uh, for joining us. Uh, we very much appreciate it. 833-401-1440 is the uh, text line. Courtesy of uh, Jiffy Loop. Be wise, winterize. No appointment necessary, warranty approved. Book your oil change today at jiffyloopservice.ca. Lots and lots of day. Hey, guys, uh, which forward would go down? Because Campbell, the cap space, don't th- wouldn't they have to send a forward down? Well, I think because Holloway's now in LTIR, I'll double check it, but I'm pretty sure that uh, with him on LTIR, they would have the uh, space because I think the difference is about three hundred and fifty thousand um, from when Pickard's down in the minors and Campbell's up here. So because before they had, uh, you know, they had the uh, the twenty one man roster, but uh, with Holloway going on LTIR, then you can squeeze it out to um, twenty two. Pretty sure. So there you go. Uh, Eric just came in with a $200. So boom, now we got the 200. All right. Uh, let's rock and roll here a little, uh, a little bit. I've had a very good first hour and, uh, we definitely want to, uh, to keep it up. 833-401-1440, uh, helping out. I do want to, uh, I want to read this text that, uh, came in or sorry, uh, email that came in. Hey, Gregor, we love the month of giving. It has inspired us to get more involved and we thank you for that. We'd love the opportunity to match the entire period of giving. And raise more money for the holiday hamper from the staff at GS Construction. Well, yeah, we'll give you that. So basically, if we raise seventy five hundred, GS Construction is going to match it, and we'll raise fifteen thousand dollars. So if you donate two hundred, it's like you're donating four hundred. 
All right. Now, remember, you do get a tax receipt with the holiday hamper. They're certified uh, charity, which is great. All right. So uh, Eric's in at uh, 200. We need 11 people at $100 and nine at 200 because we've already filled out the 500s. It's unreal. And we have one more 1,000. So we only need 21 people left. That's it. Nine of you at $200, 11 at 100. All right. And uh, we will raise 15 grand because GS Construction is going to match the $7,500. That is outstanding, baby. That is great. So uh, thank you very much for that, uh, Taran and everyone at uh, GS Construction. That is uh, outstanding. So a little positive Friday juice for you. Let's fire things up here a little bit. I love it. Ramon says, uh, how do you donate? Just send us your name, my man. Send us, put your name and how much you want to uh, to donate. And uh, then we will get you in touch. We send your information to the staff at the Holiday Hamper and they reach out and contact you. You get to talk to one of their volunteers. Trust me, you're going to have a good day just in the conversation and so will they. So uh, that's how you do it, my man. It's uh, very, very simple. And uh, whew, guess what? Ramorn just came in at the other $1,000 mark. Just like that. <laughs> that is unbelievable. We are killing it today in the uh, first hour, baby. So, all right, with the top of the pyramids done, now we're just going to work our way down. We're kind of go backwards. I'm okay with this. I think this might be the first time in history we've ever filled out the top of the uh, pyramid in the first 50 minutes of the show. So a uh, shout out to all of our Sports 1440 listeners. Very generous today in the first day. Everybody, hey, it's December 1st. Oilers on a four-game winning streak. It's a teddy bear toss tonight. And oh, by the way, we got well, everybody who donates, uh, um, we'll go a, a fun draw uh, because we got uh, Big Easy sent us some tickets. Uh, it's sold out tonight to the teddy bear toss. Well, we got a pair of tickets for you. Anybody who donates goes into the draw, you're going to win a, a pair of seats to go to the uh, Teddy Bear Toss game tonight, which is, uh, you want to have a fun time, man? That is crazy. And I'll tell you right now, the players get so jacked up. You want to score the Teddy Bear Toss goal. Like, it's massive. They love it. So, there you go. Uh, we're helping out Holiday Hamper. We've had a few people wondering. Uh, Holiday Hamper, of course. The, the Holiday Hamper is fantastic. We're actually we're going to probably talk to Chris here in the next hour a little bit about the Holiday Hamper, just to give you a little bit of an insight into where the money goes, because I always think that's important. Now, let's get to uh, the two-minute warning. Oh, no, two-minute warning's out today. The Cam Man. Uh, hope, Cam, I hope you feel better, but uh, he'll be back with us on Monday. We, uh, we do have uh, lots of uh, other texts to get to. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic, grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey guys, uh, what if they're just looking at Columbus for a guy who's making almost $9 million and was a healthy scratch? <laughs> From Cody. <laughs> Cody, are you suggesting that um, Patrick Laine is the uh, the gentleman for Jack Campbell? <laughs> yeah. Well, firstly, you know what's funny? The owners can afford it. They'd have to ship out more stuff. Plus, Columbus doesn't want Jack Campbell to get rid of Laine. Like, that's – I think they believe that – and Patrick Laine's game is coming around the last few, right? He had the healthy scratch. He said it was one of the most – the most embarrassing moments of his career. Feels he's got to play way better. And so he is. But yeah, there's there's gonna be no um, there'll be no line A to uh, to Edmonton for a Jack Campbell trade. It's uh it's not happening. So there you go. Um, hey Gregor, any idea why suddenly the Oilers aren't making the glaring giveaway? Like, what's the messaging being to have it change so quickly? Because if there's and I liked Woodcroft, but after seeing this, I wonder how he was not able to do it. It's an interesting question, Dan. Well, I will say small sample size, right? So it's nine games. Um, remember the first nine games Jay Woodcroft came in, people were like, oh, look at all the changes. This is unreal, right? And the orders defensively got better. But here's the thing. So I went back and I looked the last four years. First year under Dave Tippett, they started, and that was the uh, the COVID-shortened season. Their first 15 games, the orders were bad defensively. They gave up uh, the 27th most goals in the NHL. Then, for the final 41 games of that year, their goals against per game was down to 11th. Pretty solid. Then you fast forward to the next season. The orders from December 1st to January, middle of January, they went to, this time, 20 games. They gave up an average of four goals per game. Brutal. Then, same coach. For a little bit, then Woodcroft came in, and all of a sudden, they figured out how to play defense again. But it started even before he came in. But then when Woodcroft came in, even lower. Then you look at Woodcroft's season last year. Look at their first 20 games. The orders, 3.6 goals against, 28th in the league. Now, the difference was they were scoring. That's why they were 10-10. and 10, But their goals against was terrible. Then, from uh, the final 62 games... They were 14th. The final 35 games of the season, they were 6th in goals against. Same coach, same message, team played better. Then this year, you know what happened. So, to me, what's the consistency? The coaches have changed. The message has changed. And stayed the same with coaches. To me, it's a commitment by the players. I, I do believe that last year losing, that one stung a lot more than the Colorado loss. And I think they had all the right intentions. But 
obviously everybody knew like the floor, the first game of the season against Vancouver could not possibly have gone any worse. Right. Like that was an awful game. And so maybe that, although their second game against Vancouver, they outshot them, they couldn't score, didn't get many saves. Boom. Now they're down Oh two. And then it just snowballed. Right. Uh, although they did look good in game three against Nashville, but even then I shouldn't say that because they gave up 43 shots. They didn't look that good defensively. They just look good offensively. So now the one thing Paul Coffey's messaging to the players has has been different for sure, right? He, he's all about you guys make plays. I want you to make plays. But then he talks like in Vincent DeHarnay's situation, move your feet, big man. Move your feet more. You'll get to pucks quicker. When you have the puck, keep moving your feet. You don't have to hold on to it as long. Right? Ekholm's talked about how Coffey's... And not that Manson wasn't, but just Coffee's a guy who's really focusing on like a little bit of a cheerleader, really positive. He looks for the positives. And it's worked so far. Like, since Coffee's here, have Bouchard and Nurse, have either one of them made like a big time mistake? Like, I think Darnell Nurse has played great. Evan Bouchard's played solid. So I think the messaging there a little bit, but the players still have to have the talent to make the play. Because the coach can't do it. The coach can't get on the ice. The coach can't hold your hand, right? I don't care what sport you're competing in. Ultimately, the big change comes from the players. Do they have the ability to make it happen? Guys, what kind of stamp do you think Knobloch will put on during this stretch of time off from Trev? It's a good question, Trev. I think he'll be happy with some things. He talked about that, you know, really for him, a lot of it was just, you know, a little bit of mental stuff. Get back having fun. You're a good team. Right, Like, you're a good team. That's what his message was. Now, they have made some changes in their defensive zone. Right, I think you'll, you'll just see small little more tweaks now. Because if you have three days of practice, three days of practice in a row in the NHL is almost unheard of. And so, but the opportunity is you can really not only work on things on the ice, you can maybe spend a little 15, 20 minutes here in film work. And because you don't have to worry about focusing on other teams so quickly, like normally you play every second day, like, this is a big deal. Right? Teams don't have this luxury very often. Like the orders, I was looking at their schedule. They might have a three-day break again of three actual days when I say break, three days of actual practice uh, before they play Vegas on February 6th because you have the bye week. And if the bye week, you have to be gone. Like you can't practice. So they're gone. I think it's for five or six days right after the All-Star break. And then they will come back, and I think they'll get three days of practice if I was crunching my numbers probably is going to be three. So, but that's it, right? And then after that Vegas game, like they're playing almost every second day, right? Like you, you, I think they have one other stretch where they have three days off, but one of those is going to be a mandated day off. So it won't be practice time. So I think Knobloch will just be looking. I think you're going to see a few more set plays. He's a big guy on certain set plays, certain times on the ice. Like we saw Darnell's Darnell nurse talk to Nugent Hopkins about that play right off the face off. And what when he uh, sprung Nugent Hopkins, that was all in the players. Now, did they did the coaches mention it to him before? But you know, Nurse like, hey, Nurse said he noticed something, so he told Nugent Hopkins off face off, and it worked. So, there you go. Hey guys, if I'm trading for Columbus, you offer whatever they want for Boone Jenner. Doesn't make a lot. Has term, big body, fantastic center or winger. JT, JT, I agree with you wholeheartedly, man. I'm a huge Boone Jenner fan. But if I'm Columbus, like that's the one guy I don't want to trade. But maybe you do, depending on what the return is. But yeah, I, I'd have all day to get Boone Jenner.
get to uh, the con man and a sports 1440 update brought to you by Legacy Heating and Cooling Home with no payments, no interest for one year on your furnace. Stay warm this winter at LegacyHeating.ca. Why don't more infant formula companies use organic grass-fed whole milk instead of skim? Why don't more infant formula companies use the latest breast milk science? Why don't more infant formula companies run their own clinical trials? Why don't more infant formula companies use more of the proteins found in breast milk? Why don't more infant formula companies have their own factories instead of outsourcing their manufacturing? We wondered the same thing. So we made Byheart a better formula for formula. Learn more at byheart.com.